0: 848 on Lacrosse Talk on WIZM. Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots understands the severity of this crisis and the legislative games that are being played by Democrats. Nancy Pelosi at the top of that list. She's uh, been on calls, she being Jenny Beth, not Pelosi, on calls with the vice president and a number of other conservative leaders to discuss the best measures to take and how we move forward from all of this. And our guest this morning from Tea Party Patriots, Jenny Beth Martin, good morning, and thanks for talking with us. You, you okay? Everything good where you are?
1: I am. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm in the Atlanta area where um, our statewide shelter-in-place begins i think today i don't know but my local area has already had one in place for a week
0: all right so you're uh, you're pretty much shut down dealing with that okay is it you're still being able to do business as sort of kind of normal
1: um i i am i thankfully i'm in, in in an area where um the, the local government is, is not trying to arrest people and understands we do still, even in this time, have um, a First Amendment right. So they want to make sure that we're following the guidelines and doing all we can to slow the spread and still find a way to balance that with our, our individual rights.
0: It, Unfortunately, uh, and that's is not that the being... case
1: all over the country, though.
0: Yeah. That, uh, you, you just uh, began to answer my next question. Uh, how is it not being done across the country? What are you seeing?
1: Well, even in places like Wisconsin, we're seeing um, a request by the government to fill out a form and, and report your fellow citizen if they're not doing what they are supposed to do. In some areas of the country, including in Washington, D.C., I believe, they've said you cannot be walking on the street with more, more than two people at a time. So what if you're a mom who has two little kids? Are you not allowed to walk on the street with both your kids at the same time? And what if you're a single mom yeah. with two kids under the age of seven? What, you're going to leave one in the house by themselves and walk the other? It just, some of the rules, they, they're not even logical. They're just reactionary. And um, I think that sometimes happens in a crisis when we see leaders who forget that the, the best thing you can do in a crisis is lean on the Constitution as the foundation rather than run away from it and, and try to exert too much power.
0: Right. Well, and you understand, uh, I, I can't disagree. That uh, The reaction of uh, government can quite often be uh, overreach, but in an attempt to keep uh, basketball games from happening, uh, young people getting together on the beach, uh, churches from having hundreds and hundreds of uh, parishioners all gathered together, that can be a problem because one of the people in that group of basketball players or beach partiers that might end up with uh, COVID-19 can infect others who will then go away and infect many, many others. And isn't that part of the reason that we see uh, you know, 100 cases today and 500 cases the day after tomorrow? Because people aren't practicing the simple uh, social distancing, for instance.
1: Well, I think that, that um, yes, part of the reason that it's spreading is because it is a contagious virus that is going to spread. If you're, if you're not adhering to the guidelines that, that the government has, has released... Um, And there are um, churches who have um, wanted to continue to exercise their First Amendment rights, and I think some of this may need to be explored potentially by the courts to make sure that we follow the the proper procedure in the future, whether or not it's being followed exactly properly in each area around the country right now. What I do know also, based on what you just said, in the county next to mine, there was a church in in early March, I believe, that had a church service and then a funeral down in South Georgia, and there was a lot of spread in both of those locations um, from from those gatherings, and. Uh, you, the churches before there was a mandated shelter in place, those churches uh, uh, proactively and others around said, "We're going to change how we're doing services right now, so that we don't we're not part of the problem, and so we also can meet the religious needs of the people in our congregations." And there, I think there's a way to balance it. And many churches are doing it on their own with. In fact, I would not just say many, I'd say most without being forced to do so by the government.
0: Uh, Jenny Beth, what do you tell people who believe that rights are being taken from American citizens using COVID-19 as a fictitious safety e- event and that rights that are taken away will not be given back? That's what some um, of our well, listeners I, believe.
1: I, Right, I think that that this isn't. That I, I don't think this is a fictitious event. So I, I don't. I don't believe that at all. What I will say is this. Um, I've been doing a lot of research about things that happened in the pandemic of 1918, and there were areas around the country that had many of the same kind of shelter-in-place orders that we're seeing today. They're very scary to us because we haven't seen anything like this in our lifetime. But we came out of 1918, and up until eight weeks ago or four weeks ago, gosh, even just three weeks ago, we, we were living in a very free society in our country. So we came out of Overreach then, or maybe it wasn't overreach. Maybe it was appropriate standards. That is a debate we can have, and we still had freedom in our country. We need to make sure that when we come out of this, that the governments and some of them are a bit overzealous, and I would argue have overreached. That we make sure that they relinquish that power, and that we as citizens hold them accountable and say, okay, we're willing to make sacrifices to flatten the curve, prevent hospitals from being overloaded, and to help save lives of our fellow Americans. We're all across the country willing to make those kind of sacrifices. Six million people are unemployed because they're making those kind of sacrifices. Now it's time for you to stop. We're not letting you take our, pow- our, our, our freedom for you to gain a power forever. And we'll have to go back and address that and make sure that we are stopping it and that we're speaking loudly and clearly as we come out of this and we are going to come out of this and it's going to take a lot of work to rebuild but we can rebuild we're the most generous and entrepreneurial country in the world and i know we're going to get through this
0: jenny beth martin it is always a pleasure to speak with you thanks very much for giving us uh, a additional perspective on what's going on right now and how we will get it back when the pandemic is over and this crisis ends uh, giving up your rights uh, on a temporary basis to try and keep the, the pandemic from growing is one thing, uh, but giving up those rights uh, f- forever because the government says we're in a better place is uh, something completely different.